Thanks for joining me. Let me share a story with you. It's an example of what most of us have been taught about conflict resolution, working out differences, and more generally about working and living among each other. We have been taught to be more tolerant and less judgmental. We have been instructed to respect and value our differences and diversity. We have learned ways to communicate more effectively by being better listeners and more receptive to those who disagree with us, those who do not value our cause and point of view. We have been shown the wisdom of moving beyond our limited incentives and personal values to embrace the greater good, the collective interest. We might think of this as consecutive subordination. Our interests are subordinate to family interests. Family interests are subordinate to community interests. Community interests are subordinate to national interests, and humanity rules all. Do we agree on the list? Of course not. We seldom agree on much unless we are associated with the same cause, the same perspective. Even then, our consensus hangs together on a very thin thread. Now for the story. It should work like this. We have been taught that it can work like this. We have been instructed to go along with this approach to harmony and mutual success. But we know that it will not work. Even if it seems to be working, it eventually fizzles out. Factions emerge, differences intensify, and harmony retreats. As you consider the story, I only have two questions. Why do we persist in trying to resolve our collective issues using the same approaches and strategies we have been taught since we were too young to understand, knowing that the chances of lasting success are slim to none? If our conflict resolution paradigm no longer works, assuming that it ever did and knowing that most will not agree to any new paradigm that might be proposed, how will you approach conflict resolution at the family, community, national, and humanity levels without reverting to the faltering paradigm we have all been taught? The Rift Within, Rebuilding Riverton's Community Chapter 1, The Fractured Community the small town of Riverton had always prided itself on its tight-knit community, where people of varying ages and socio-economic statuses lived harmoniously side by side. It was a place where neighbors knew each other's names and shared in each other's joys and sorrows. But as time passed, a subtle shift occurred, disrupting the tranquility that once defined Riverton. It all began innocently enough with a group of enthusiastic individuals who were passionate about a specific cause. Their dedication was admirable, but little did they know that their newfound focus would soon consume their lives, altering the dynamics of the entire community. Randy Wayne White's words echoed through the minds of the townspeople, when you hook up with a cause you forfeit your interest in relating to those not associated with the cause. Initially, the members of this cause-oriented group embraced their mission fervently, united by a common purpose. However, as they delved deeper into their cause, they inadvertently distanced themselves from those not associated with it. Conversations became focused solely on their agenda, leaving little room for connection with others. This isolation gradually seeped into the fabric of Riverton, causing a ripple effect that spread throughout the community. As other groups emerged, supporting different causes and rallying behind diverse beliefs, the once unified town became a fragmented patchwork of clashing ideologies. With each passing day, the divide grew wider, and the once cherished unity was replaced with opposition and hostility. 
Riverton became a battleground where the original course was pitted against other courses, and the community suffered as a consequence. Ideas were met with resistance, innovation stifled, and compassion was overshadowed by animosity. Yet, amidst the chaos, a few resilient community members refused to accept this fate. They yearned for the days when Riverton thrived as a compassionate and cooperative place. Driven by a sense of desperation tinged with hope, they embarked on a mission to mend the fractured bonds that had torn the community apart. They organized meetings, engaging people from all walks of life. They listened attentively, seeking to understand the grievances and perspectives of each individual, regardless of their affiliations. Slowly, bridges were built, and walls began to crumble, as people rediscovered the common ground that had once united them. But just as it seemed that progress was being made, despair loomed over the town like an ominous cloud. The challenges seemed insurmountable, the wounds too deep to heal. The rejuvenation of Riverton appeared an unattainable dream, an ephemeral flicker of hope in a sea of despair. However, in the darkest of times, a ray of light broke through the gloom. A chance encounter between an outsider and a key community member sparked an idea, a glimmer of possibility. The stranger possessed a wisdom born from experiences in other fractured communities, and they believed that Riverton's redemption lay not in the past, but in a shared vision of a brighter future. And so, with hearts of fire and determination in their eyes, the small group of community members rallied together. Their mission was clear, to redefine Riverton, to restore its innovation and compassion. As they embarked on this daunting journey, their dedication breathed life back into the community, reigniting a spark of hope that had long been dormant. Little did they know that their efforts would lead them down an unexpected path, challenging their beliefs and testing their resolve. The road ahead would be treacherous, but they refused to succumb to despair. For in their hearts, they carried the unwavering conviction that Riverton could, once again, become a beacon of unity and compassion. And so, with their spirits lifted and their minds set on a brighter future, they set forth into the unknown, determined to transform the fractured community of Riverton into a place where differences were celebrated and understanding prevailed. Chapter 2 The Unlikely Alliance The sun rose on a crisp winter morning in Riverton, casting its golden light over the town and igniting a sense of anticipation in the hearts of its resilient inhabitants. The small group of community members, united in their mission to heal the fractures that had torn their beloved town apart, gathered once again in a modest meeting room at the local community center. This gathering, however, was not like the previous ones. Word had spread throughout Riverton of their endeavors, and today, an unexpected guest was set to join them. Rumors whispered of a renowned social advocate, known for their ability to bridge gaps and mend broken communities. Hope fluttered in the air, as the townspeople wondered if this enigmatic stranger held the key to their redemption. As the clock struck the appointed hour, the room fell silent, all eyes turning expectantly towards the entrance. And in walked the figure, shrouded in mystery and draped in humble attire. Their presence commanded attention, yet there was an air of genuine warmth that radiated from within. Introductions were made and the stranger took a seat at the head of the table. Their voice, 
soft yet commanding, filled the room as they shared tales of triumph and failure, inspiring the weary community members with stories of communities that had risen from the ashes of discord and division. Their message was clear, unity would not be achieved by erasing differences, but by embracing them. They emphasized the beauty of diversity, the power of collaboration, and the importance of listening with an open heart. With each word spoken, knots of tension loosened, and hope was kindled anew. The community members, fueled by a newfound conviction, began to see the possibilities that lay before them. They realized that their shared goal of restoring compassion and innovation to Riverton was larger than any one cause or belief. Guided by the wisdom of the stranger, the group started to embark on a journey of self-reflection. They questioned their own biases, examining the narratives that had shaped their perspectives. Walls of judgment and assumption crumbled, replaced by a genuine curiosity and a desire to understand one another. Through this process, unexpected alliances started to form. Individuals who had once been on opposite sides of the ideological spectrum discovered areas of common ground, shared values that surpassed their differences. They listened to the stories of their neighbors, recognizing the humanity within each person, and finding empathy in the shared struggles they had previously discounted. As the weeks turned into months, the transformative power of this unlikely alliance began to ripple throughout Riverton. The community members, armed with a greater understanding of one another, started to bridge the divides that had plagued the town for far too long. Projects were launched, driven not by personal agendas, but by a collective goal to uplift their community. The once oppositional groups found themselves working side by side, pooling their diverse skills and resources to create innovative solutions to shared challenges. The effects were visible. Riverton began to blossom once again, as compassion and cooperation replaced animosity and stagnation. Neighbors extended helping hands, regardless of their differences. New ideas sprouted and flourished, transforming the town into a hub of creativity and progress. And so, with every passing day, the fractured community of Riverton continued to evolve. The stranger had brought them together reshaping their perspectives and instilling a belief that true change was possible. The road ahead remained uncertain, but their spirits remained unyielding. As they embarked on this journey of collective healing and growth, they held tightly to the vision that had propelled them forward. Riverton would rise again, not as a town divided by causes and ideologies, but as a beacon of unity, compassion, and innovation, a testament to the resilience and determination of its people. Chapter 3, A Legacy of Unity The winds of change blew gently through the streets of Riverton, carrying with it the whispers of a transformed community. The unlikely alliance forged by the stranger had not only brought unity and compassion back to the town, but had also left an indelible mark on its people, one that would endure for generations to come. As the months turned into years, the once fractured community continued its journey of growth and healing. The newfound spirit of cooperation, fueled by the shared vision of a united Riverton, became ingrained in the town's DNA. The bonds that had been formed during those transformative meetings at the community centre grew stronger, weaving a tapestry of interconnectedness. With each passing day, 
Riverton's inhabitants embraced their roles as ambassadors of unity. They reached out to neighboring towns, sharing their experiences and inviting others to join in their mission. The ripple effect of compassion and innovation spread far and wide, inspiring communities near and far to come together and heal their own divisions. Leaders emerged from within Riverton, individuals who embodied the spirit of collaboration and possessed the wisdom to guide others in embracing their differences. They organized workshops, town hall meetings, and community events that fostered meaningful conversations, encouraging dialogue and understanding. The schools of Riverton played a key role in sustaining the legacy of unity. The curriculum was infused with lessons of empathy, tolerance, and the power of diverse perspectives. Students were taught the importance of listening, of seeking common ground, and of using their voices to uplift others. The younger generation grew up with a deep understanding that their differences were not something to fear, but rather something to celebrate. The effects of this cultural shift rippled beyond the town's borders, reaching institutions, government bodies, and even workplaces. Riverton became a model for how communities could rise above division and work together towards a brighter future. Its success garnered national attention, and leaders from all the corners of the country sought the wisdom and guidance of Riverton's residents. But amidst the accolades and recognition, the people of Riverton remained grounded never forgetting the stranger who had sparked their transformation. They dedicated themselves to paying forward the kindness and wisdom that had been bestowed upon them. An annual gathering, aptly named the Riverton Unity Day, was established to commemorate the town's journey of healing. On this day, residents from near and far would come together to celebrate their diversity, creativity, and the unyielding spirit that had propelled them forward. It was a day of reflection gratitude, and a recommitment to the values that had forged such a powerful bond. And so, as each year passed, Riverton continued to thrive, growing more innovative, compassionate, and united. Its story became a testament to the enduring power of unity and the extraordinary impact that a small group of determined individuals can have on the world around them. As the final rays of the sun bathed Riverton in a warm golden glow, its people carried on their mission, preserving the legacy of unity for future generations. They knew that their story was not just about Riverton, but about the limitless potential that lies within every community, waiting to be unlocked by the power of compassion, collaboration, and the belief that change is possible. And so, with hearts full of hope and a shared vision in their sight, Riverton stood as a shining example to the world, a testament to the incredible transformations that can occur when people come together, bound by a common purpose. Now wasn't that just dandy? The harmony paradigm we all have been taught to love again prevails. Granted, it required a mysterious stranger but that's not all that unprecedented. Nonetheless, the old paradigm, trusted and tested, is alive and working in Riverton, at least in this story. Would that it were true. Maybe if we get a different mayor, a different governor, a different president, we can pull it off. Maybe if we are visited by a mysterious stranger, all will be well. Unfortunately, we have tried all three many times and the issues persist. We can try a change of mayor, a change of governor, or a change of president. If at first or second or third or umpteenth we don't succeed, 
We will keep changing our leaders, but the odds of resolving our most critical issues are low and getting worse. I need not list those issues, since we are unlikely to agree on the list anyway. I refer you back to the two questions asked before the story. Why do we persist in trying to resolve our collective issues using the same approaches and strategies we have been taught since we were too young to understand, knowing that the chances of lasting success are slim to none? If our conflict resolution paradigm no longer works, assuming that it ever did, and knowing that most will not agree to any new paradigm that might be proposed, how will you approach conflict resolution at the family, community, national, and humanity levels without reverting to the faltering paradigm we have all been taught? Be well, do well and do something nice for someone. He or she will appreciate it and you both will have a better day.